And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And I'm going to start out the show by saying, Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. And you guys are thinking I'm in distress. And I'm here to tell you, there are people in the real estate investing world that are in distress. It means there was a time period where we as Lifestyles Unlimited members, we would look at and analyze multifamily apartment communities for purchase. We would look at them, we would analyze them, we would determine what they're, what they're worth in the current market, we would determine what they're worth once they're all fixed up and they compete in the, the fixed up market, shall we call it. We would determine what we could pay for these properties. Now, time and time again during the pandemic and even beyond the pandemic, we as Lifestyles Unlimited members, we would make offers on properties, yet we would get beat out. We lose properties because we don't overpay for those properties. We know exactly what we're doing. We know exactly what the market forces can produce for us. We are cautious if the market were to change direction on us. We have contingency plans built into our business plans that help us to navigate those waters. And as a result of that, we don't overpay. According to BizNow, the largest apartment landlord in San Francisco has stopped paying its debt. Well, get this, they own 95 different multifamily properties. And now the lenders on those properties are looking to foreclose or to sell that debt off to some other entity that would buy that debt. That creates 95 distressed properties. East Dill Secured, that's, that's a big, big firm out there, is marketing $1 billion of Delinquent loans backed by Veritas Investments. Now, we've talked about Veritas in the past on this property or in this, on the show. We've talked about Veritas Investments before. They own properties that add up to about well, just shy of 2,500 units. Roughly one third of the firm's San Francisco apartment holdings are in trouble. This is according to the San Francisco Business Times. Uh, they're the ones that gave me that information. We don't invest in San Francisco. Because there are other places in the country, even though we don't invest in them, we can learn what is happening in our asset class. We can obtain very, very valuable information. And the fact that there are entities out there that ran flawed business plans that thought they could keep driving rents up only to find out that rents are kind of capping out because there's only so much that people can pay. And when you consider the fact we're in an inflationary times, yes, I'm going to use the word recession. I think we're in a recession. I think it's legitimate. I know that there are people that are dealing with 15 percent inflation across the board. And those people have not necessarily received raises in their income. It means that our customers, our clients are finding it even more difficult to carve out an extra 50 or or $100 per month in order to 
pay more in rent. So we have to be very cautious about raising rents because we don't want to outprice the market. As a result of that, there are business entities out there. I'll just call them business entities that are out there that have made some very, very bad decisions. Texas is a market that we as Lifestyles Unlimited members, we invest in. As a matter of fact, we own a lot of property in Texas. We do. According to The Real Deal, now that's a website that talks about uh, multifamily and, and real estate news and trends and things like that. So they, they have some good information there. You got to check them out, The Real Deal. They are saying that in Texas, they're seeing the most distressed activity so far being in class B multifamily and even in office properties. There are not a lot of people occupying office space. But this, this, this commentary on the class B multifamily, it's taken a hit. Class A properties are essentially brand new stuff. They're, they're the highest priced stuff in the marketplace. And then class B properties are properties that tend to be anywhere from that 10 to 20, maybe 30 years of age. But check it out. People living in class B properties are considered middle class people. They make a certain amount of wages. And even if they received a wage increase over the year, that wage increase has probably been been ripped apart by inflationary pressures. The fact that they go to the store and they pay more for meat, they pay more for eggs, they pay more for everything in the grocery store, and they pay more for gas, and they pay more for everything. That's what inflation is. It's the cost of everything going up and you not receiving a benefit because of it. Well, as, as the inflationary pressures keep going up and they start paying more and more for, for stuff that they normally use, they get to a point where maybe they're renting their Class B property and the owner of the Class B property says, you know what? Um, rents have increased in this, these particular units, so I'm going to raise the rent $100 per month. Well, that $100 per month may be enough to knock that person out of contention because maybe they don't have an extra $100 a month to pay for increased rents. And where do they move to? They move to my class C properties because even though they're moving from a class B to a class C, my quality is nice. I mean, when you when you step into one of my class C properties, you think you're in a class B property. They, they are that nice. Even if I raise my rents, it is probably less than what they were paying in that class B asset. But here's the problem. I'm looking for distressed properties, too. I want to find an asset that's going to make me a lot of money. Here's the piece of information that tells me that people that outcompeted me and my fellow Lifestyles Unlimited members for multifamily properties, they are getting into trouble. They are having some issues. Now, the big change in the, in the market conditions is, is strictly interest rates. When that news came out and they raised, I think they raised the interest rate like three quarters of a percent. It was it was a pretty significant jump. And when they did that, the Mortgage Bankers Association essentially said, you know what? We just need to build in these rate increases now on the single family side. I know I'm talking about multifamily right now, but the, the thing that popped in my mind was the rates for lending for single family assets. Before they did that, I was able to borrow money at like 3.75% uh, for investor loans. So the cost of money was was really cheap. But as soon as they adjusted that interest rate, man, it's, it's like the, the wheels came off the bus. When the wheels came off the bus, my lending rate went from like 3.75% 
up to 6%. I did a show last week where I indicated and I proved to you mortgage rates have come down just a little bit. I'll take it. So let's get back to the San Antonio market and the fact that there's $11.2 billion in outstanding multifamily loans. Now, according to the real deal, $618 million worth of those loans, or 6.6%, have a debt service coverage ratio low enough that it considers them at risk. Yeah, what does that mean, at risk? Meaning the income from the properties is not enough to readily cover the loan payments. The operators of those properties are having a financial problem. They are not making enough money by selling or renting living spaces to quality people in order to cover their debt. Now, a lot of these lenders, now let's let's just be very, very clear. A lot of these lenders offered these operators something called variable rate loans. In other words, they they sold them on this 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 concept of even though you could get a fixed rate loan, let's say at four percent. Okay, let's 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 okay, let's let's go back to to what it was like a year and a half, two years ago. Even though you could buy a loan at about a four percent rate on the multifamily side, and I'm just picking that out of the air. I'm not I'm not saying that it was higher, lower, it doesn't matter. My point is this. If you were offered a fixed rate loan at 4% and you opted to take a variable rate loan because that variable rate loan was like maybe at 3.5%, you saw cost savings between the 3.5% interest rate and the 4% interest rate. So you took it and you bet that interest rates would not change on you. You bet that they couldn't go back up. Well, a lot of people that bet that, they bet wrong. They bet absolutely wrong. And I will tell you, Del Wamsley, our founder and CEO at Lifestyles Unlimited, for years, he has been telling all of our multifamily investors, do not, do not be swayed by going after a variable rate loan. And here's why. These loans cost a lot more money to service today with the fact that the interest rates have gone up. So that that three and a half percent loan probably represents maybe a five and a half or a six and a half percent loan today. But when the owners of the property did their performance, they ran their numbers probably at that three and a half, maybe the four percent loan. Now that they're sitting at a five and a half or a six and a half percent loan, they're out of whack. They're out of whack. Now they've got to raise their rents even more to a marketplace that is very price sensitive right now. So paying more for rent doesn't necessarily work for their residents and their residents will make a decision to potentially leave. And when they leave that asset, they're going to come to one of my properties and they're going to rent at my property because my property is underwritten correctly with a fixed rate mortgage. So even though interest rates went up, the mortgages that are on my properties, they stayed the same. So I am able to benefit from the increase in rents while maintaining my fixed rate payments on the lending side. 
Does that make sense to you? Are you starting to understand how people out there, even though they thought they had a really solid business plan, they had a flaw in their business plan. They had, they had bet on something happening that they had no control over. I mean, this is like the stock market almost, right? I mean, think about it. When you invest in the stock market, you're putting money into the stock market. You have no control over any of those companies, what they do, how they operate their businesses. You have no say in any of it, but you put your money in there. There are people that invest with some of these other operators that are not Lifestyles Unlimited members that are having financial difficulties now because their properties aren't making any money. And in the San Antonio market, 6.6% of all the outstanding loans are in trouble. They are in trouble. So what does that mean? It means the sharks. The sharks are starting to circle the chum bait. Does that make sense? Yeah, the sharks are starting to circle. They're starting to look at the fact that there's 6.6% of the available asset class out there is in financial trouble. What does that mean? It means the person in financial trouble has, has two options. Technically, they have three, but we'll just talk about two. The first option is fix what's going on. Fix it. But the problem is they can't. They can't control the markets the way they'd like to. So the other option is sell the asset, get out from underneath it. That's where we come in as Lifestyles Unlimited members. We come back for the break. More on this. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. What is Dell Wamsley, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, up to in today's market? I'm out there right now looking and buying everything I could get my hands on for a better deal, a better deal than what I could get it for a week before. And I'll just keep buying. I did that back in 2008. I bought a property worth $35,000 a door. I bought it for $26,000 a door. Next month or so, I bought the same age property and I bought it for like $19,000 a door. But by buying at 26, when they were getting killed from 35 down to 26, buying at 26, let the broker know I was a buyer in a downward spiraling market. And so from that point on, I bought three or four more. I can't remember exactly. I, mean, I think it was four more I bought from there. And the brokers were just bringing them to me. Go, look, you seem to be the only guy buying right now. Are you ready to take advantage of the wave of opportunity coming to those who know what they're doing? Join us for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. There's some distressed assets out there getting ready to come onto the marketplace. If you missed the first half of this show, I talked about why there are properties that have the potential to come onto the marketplace sooner than anticipated. Those properties have found themselves in some form of distress. And, and that distress right now is primarily a financial distress. Now, sometimes there's a physical distress, 
Okay, one of the things that we look for in properties is we look at for properties that are physically distressed. In other words, there are physical problems with the property, or maybe the property is just really dated. As a result of that, there's opportunity to improve that asset class and make it more competitive in the marketplace. But these properties that are in a financial distress, this brings a brand new opportunity to the table. So all of these people that went out and, and outbid Lifestyles Unlimited members, they were, I, re, I remember this very clearly, completely through the pandemic. People were going out and they were spending $100,000, $500,000, five million dollars. People were willing to bid up the property price in order to obtain the acquisition. And because we're we're trained at Lifestyles Unlimited to be very, very exceptional at what we do when it comes to underwriting properties, we set a maximum price that we could afford to pay for those properties and we got outbid. I've had a lot of multifamily investors on the show over the past month. And many of them have mentioned to you that they they've underwritten numerous deals, numerous deals. Uh, one, one gentleman even said, I, I looked at 80 different properties before I bought the one that I bought. That means he's disciplined. That means he knows he cannot afford to overpay for an asset. That means that if he's got to let something go, even though he's put time into it, he is making solid investment decisions when he rejects all 80 of those properties, and he waits for the 81st property because we cannot afford to overpay for properties. Some of these properties that were bought for too much money are now starting to feel the financial impact of overpaying for the properties. And it has everything to do with what is going on in the economy and the fact that they cannot control the economy. They bet on certain methodologies and they lost. They did. They bet. And they lost. And now their properties are in distress. Their loans are coming due. So you're probably wondering, all right, that's cool, Al. How do we make money with distressed properties? Okay, that's a fair question. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you some, some different strategies that you can put into place to buy some of these properties and make money yourself. Yeah. I'm totally serious with it. All right. So so one of the first opportunities for you is, is to buy at a discount and renovate the property. What does that mean? You buy at a discount. In other words, you take a look at what the value of the property is in its current condition. And then you renovate that property. You breathe new life back into that property. And by doing so, you put a distressed property back into place. We put it back into service as clean, functional workforce housing for a demographic group that is exceptional. And they're, they're looking for exceptional properties. Yeah. Now think about it. Most of our clientele are blue collar people. Now we do have some white collar people that rent from us, but the majority of, of the people that we client with are blue collar people. These are people that, that are working hard. They're working diligently in their jobs. They're putting in a lot of hours. They're making okay or decent money and they're making enough money to be able to afford our rents and pay on time. We market to those people. And when they go out and look at all the different types of property available to them, they see the good, they see the bad, and they see the ugly. Trust me, the ugly is out there. 
As a matter of fact, we're looking for the ugly when we're looking to buy at a discount and renovate the properties. Does that make sense? Okay, something else you can do. You can buy a property and just completely rebrand it. Maybe, maybe one of these properties that is potentially coming onto the market was acquired using improper financing. In other words, they've got one of those variable rate loans on it. They can't afford to make the loan payments. As a result of that, they've got to sell the property and get out from underneath it. So when they bring that property onto the market, it gives us an opportunity to take that property over. Now we're going to put a fixed rate loan on that. Let's be very clear about that. But what we will do, especially if the property is already in in pretty good shape, is we'll rebrand that property and we'll reposition it in the marketplace. It's as simple as that. We're going to let everybody know there's new management, there's new owners, whatever, whatever we got to tell the the general population. We're going to go in and fix up whatever we need to fix up. And then we're going to put those properties back on the market with a brand new branding. Yeah, Al's Apartments. How does that sound? That's, that sounds like a terrible name for, for an apartment community, right? So when you're rebranding, one of the things that you need to do is you need to think about what sets off in your customer's mind the concept that they're getting the best value for their buck, right? So one of the things that I like to do when I rebrand is I like to try and figure out what what words or what phrases will help my customers understand that they have found the right place. Now, you might want to call your your property La Serena. I mean, that sounds pretty, right? La Serena Apartments. I, I think that stands for very serene, very, very calming. And, and if you have people that work in high-stress jobs, then, then living at La Serena Apartments might be, might be the way to go. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's why Al's Apartments is a dumb name for an apartment community. But La Serena, that kind of rolls. Don't steal it. Don't steal it. I might want to. Okay, you can steal it. It's okay for you to steal it because here's the thing. We don't steal anything at Lifestyles Unlimited. We help each other out. As a matter of fact, if you're looking for a name to rebrand your apartments to and you're, you're scratching your head and you just heard me say La Serena, go for it. Go for it. Yeah, trust me. Where I invest... There's probably room enough for two La Serena apartment communities in in the metropolitan area. Does that make sense? I know that makes sense to you. All right. There are some other things that that you can do to take advantage of these distressed properties. Now, one of the things that we love to do at Lifestyles Unlimited, we absolutely love to do this, is we like to find something that has a value add to it. It has physical challenges. There's, there's a lot of things that are going wrong with the property physically, and that property is being run into the ground and new life needs to be breathed into that asset. And because they're doing everything wrong and because the economy is not cooperating, they are in a situation where they're going to have to dispose of the property. What am I getting at? Well, this is where the flipping component would come in. Because when you're talking about multifamily assets, you're also talking about something called forced appreciation. What is forced appreciation? 
Forces, forced appreciation is the concept where we can improve the financials on the property by by either increasing the rents or doing 28 other things that don't have anything to do with raising rents that can increase the income streams on the property because that's how multifamily properties are valued. There's something called net operating income and with when you couple that with an existing capitalization rate it gives you the value of your property okay so let's say you find a property that you can buy for eight hundred thousand dollars all right you need two hundred thousand dollars worth of rehab so you're going to put twenty percent down that's your two hundred thousand dollars you're going to come in with fifty thousand dollars worth of closing costs so now you're you're into the property for two hundred fifty thousand dollars now if the property has income of three hundred thousand dollars and expenses of two hundred thousand dollars then the difference between those two numbers is net operating income. And if you were to divide that $100,000 of net operating income by a capitalization rate, and I'll use a 10% cap rate, okay? Cap rates are much lower, meaning that if if you were to divide the $100,000 by a lower number than 10%, you'd actually come up with a much higher value for the property. But if you're following the mental math, you know that we valued the property at a million dollars. Now, what we want you to do is we want you to increase the income stream by 10%. The reason we want you to increase the income stream by 10% is because it will double your cash flow. So my my analysis right now says that your cash flow is going to be about $30,000 per year because you're going to have $70,000 in loan payments. But when you increase that income stream by 10%, in other words, We've, we've made NOI go up to $130,000. So what we did was we raised the $300,000 of income by 10%. It's now $330,000. We subtract the expenses of $200,000. Our net operating income is now $130,000. Debt service hasn't changed. It's, it, we didn't do anything with the debt. But what happened was we doubled our cash flow. It went from $30,000 a year to $60,000. And if you're following along at home, if you take that $130,000 of NOI and you divide it by the 10% capitalization rate, now our value is $1.3 million. This is a very cool thing. You've just forced appreciation on this asset of $300,000. Now, what you're going to do is you're going to go to a lender and you're going to put a new loan on the property. The reason being is you have too much equity in this asset. And as a result of that, you've got to, you've got to pay off the existing $800,000 loan. And you do that by taking out a new 80% loan at $1,050,000. You pay off that $800,000 loan. You now have $250,000 of tax-free money. You haven't sold the property. There's no capital gains due. All you do is restructure the debt on the property. The IRS doesn't care about that. So now you've got $250,000 you just put into your pocket. You still have $250,000 of equity in the asset. Now your cash flow went down because you did put a bigger loan on the property. So you went from $60,000 to $40,000. But check this out. The $250,000 that you originally put into the deal you just refinanced that $250,000 out of the deal. You now have $0 of your own money into this asset. You're getting an infinite rate of return, and that infinite rate of return is still paying you $40,000 per month in cash flow, and you still 
have the ability to force appreciation on this asset again. You could actually do this a second or a third time. There's, there's, there's no limit to the number of times you can do this. So why am I talking to you about this? Because now you've refinanced the property and now maybe it makes sense for you to sell the property and harvest all of the capital gains. And you would do that after say a, a year or year and a half. Yeah, because the, the point I'm trying to make is you can reposition the asset very quickly. You can refinance it. And when you refinance, it is a tax free capitalization back to your wallet, if you will. And more importantly, when you decide to sell, you don't have to wait five years. You don't have to wait four years. You don't have to wait three years. As long as you're waiting a year and a day, you can sell that asset off and you take advantage of the long-term capital gains rates. This is why we're licking our chops at Lifestyles Unlimited, because we were beat out for a bunch of properties not too long ago because we would not overpay for those properties. But the data that I'm looking at today indicates to me that many of those properties are not operating as they should have operated. As a result of that, they will come back into the marketplace, it will give us as Lifestyles Unlimited members a second opportunity at those opportunities. And with those opportunities, we're going to make a lot of money. Now, if you want to make a lot of money, it's real simple. All you have to do is get educated. That's really the starting place. Go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.